Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Tonight, the manhunt for a gunman who targeted a 4th of July parade, leaving at least six dead and two dozen injured. Families in the Chicago suburb ran for safety as shots rained down from a nearby roof. Police say they have recovered a rifle, but they're asking parts of the community to shelter in place until they track down the suspect in this, the nation's 309th mass shooting of the year. State of emergency. Protests erupt in Akron, Ohio, after police released video of a shooting that killed a black man. Officials say he was shot at least 60 times, the latest on the investigation. Weekend travel hassles, thousands of delays and cancellations at the nation's airports put a damper on July 4th celebrations. What you need to know. Severe weather alerts, Midwest storms and triple digit temperatures are ahead as heat advisories are in place for more than 58 million Americans. Brittany Griner's message to the White House. Her letter to President Biden, handwritten from a Russian prison, terrified she might be there forever. And on this 4th of July, how freedom means something different to Griner today. Shark attack. A lifeguard playing the victim in a training drill is bitten by a shark. How he fought back. And baseball for the social media generation. It's driving fans bananas. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this July 4th. I'm Major Garrett in for Nora. Tonight, at least six people killed and dozens more wounded in the nation's latest mass shooting. It targeted an Independence Day parade in suburban Chicago. Police have just identified a person of interest, 22-year-old Robert E. Cremo III. He goes by the name Bobby. Investigators say he should be considered armed and dangerous. A multi-agency manhunt is now underway. Police say the gunman opened fire from a rooftop into a crowd in downtown Highland Park, Illinois. The city of about 30,000 people is located roughly 25 miles north of Chicago. President Biden said he and the First Lady are shocked by yet another, their words, senseless shooting in America. CBS's Charlie DeMar will start us off tonight from the scene. 
Charlie, good evening. Major, good evening. Five people died on the scene here. Another died at a nearby hospital. And among the dozens of victims, people shot here at this 4th of July parade. The oldest victim, 85 years old. The youngest, just eight. A sudden burst of gunfire 10 minutes after the start of a 4th of July parade sent parade participants and spectators running for their lives. Police had the gunmen open fire from a nearby rooftop. I just remember seeing like smoke on the ground. I remember hearing shootings and going like that's and then reloading and then again and people screaming and running. It was just really traumatizing and scary. A scene of chaos with lawn chairs, bicycles and strollers were left behind, scattered along the parade route as people scrambled for safety. Our community was terrorized by an act of violence that has shaken us to our core. At this point, we know that six people have lost their lives, and we are grieving for them and their families, members of our community who came out to celebrate together and instead faced this terror. This is the 95th and the deadliest mass shooting since 19 children and two teachers were killed in Uvalde, Texas. Investigators found a high-powered rifle at the scene. It sounds like spectators were, were targeted. Uh, very random, very intentional, uh, and a, a very sad day. Now, this community is in mourning on what's supposed to be a day of celebration. This is you're not safe anymore. You're not safe. You're not going to ever want to take your kids to uh, a large gathering. Now, police say Cremo could be driving a silver Honda Fit with the license plate DM80653. Now, the FBI and ATF also assisting in this massive investigation and search for Cremo. But one of the roles that they are taking on is running forensics on that high-powered rifle that was found on the roof behind me. Major? With the breaking details, Charlie DeMar, thank you. Tonight, Akron, Ohio, is under a state of emergency in the wake of protests over the fatal police shooting of a black man. 25-year-old Jalen Walker was shot at least 60 times after fleeing what police said was supposed to be a routine traffic stop. And we must warn you, some of the images you're about to see are disturbing. CBS's Elise Preston is in downtown Akron, where protesters are gathered ahead of a city curfew. Newly released police body camera footage shows the critical moments leading up to the death of Jalen Walker. Police say they were attempting to stop Walker for a traffic and equipment violation, which was not seen on camera. Seconds later, the officer reports a gunshot fired from Walker's car. The shot itself is not visible in the video, but police point to this image from a traffic camera showing what they say appears to be the flash of a gun. It went from being a routine traffic stop to now a public safety issue. Video shows Walker then leading police on a high-speed chase before he eventually jumps out of the passenger side wearing a ski mask. Officers tried to deploy a taser while chasing him on foot, but are unsuccessful. Moments later, eight officers unleash dozens of rounds. Walker, who was unarmed at the time of the shooting, died at the scene. Police say a handgun and a magazine were found in Walker's car, and the body camera images show Walker appearing to reach for his waist area right before he was killed. But he did not fire at police during the foot pursuit, nor was he carrying a weapon. A preliminary medical report says Walker had more than 60 gunshot wounds. They need to be able to articulate what specific 
threats they were facing, and that goes for every round that goes down the barrel of their gun. It was absolutely excessive. The law requires to use force that is reasonable. Justice for Jalen! Protests continued late Sunday where demonstrators say police used tear gas to disperse the crowd. Akron police have not confirmed those reports. Today, businesses boarded up windows in anticipation of more protests. So far today, there have been mostly peaceful protests, but there is growing concern as a city-imposed curfew approaches. Raymond Green says he's troubled by the police response. Why is my tax dollars paying for paramilitary equipment? That disgusts me. Now, there are eight officers. Those eight officers involved are on paid administrative leave pending the outcome of an independent state investigation. Meanwhile, we're starting to see protesters start to come down here to the downtown Akron area. We've also noticed about a dozen officers in tactical gear. Major? Elise Preston, thank you. Turning now to the holiday travel rush, nearly 48 million Americans hit the roads or the airports for the 4th of July weekend, but thousands of flight delays and cancellations put a damper on some of those celebrations. CBS's Nikki Batiste is at Newark Liberty International in New Jersey. A little normalcy returned to U.S. airports today after a July 4th weekend filled with cancellations, delays, and frustrated flyers. It's right on time, left on time. Traffic wasn't bad. The key is getting in early. Since Thursday, U.S. airports have had about 2,200 cancellations and 24,000 delays, but that's an improvement from the last two holiday weekends this summer. The line's very crazy right now. TSA screened more than 9 million travelers since Thursday, up about 15% from last year, just shy of pre-pandemic numbers, with airlines flying a reduced summer schedule. It's clear that the airline sector is not ready to meet public expectations. And I'm concerned about that. In an interview with CBS Sunday Morning, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg called on airlines to do better. At the height of the pandemic, the airline industry received a $54 billion bailout, in part to keep people employed. The airlines are the companies that are selling tickets, accepting money in return for a promise to get people where they need to go. They need to make it happen. The airport mayhem may be why 42 million Americans opted to hit the road instead, despite near record high gas prices. You hear a lot of people getting stuck on the tarmac, so you don't want to be one of those people sitting there for four hours. So driving, you're in a little more control. All the delays and cancellations seem to be wearing on travelers. According to a new U.S. survey, about 75% of people who took or planned a flight this summer now regret their choice to fly. And about 20% say they may now skip airports entirely during Thanksgiving and Christmas. Major? We can understand that. Nikki Batiste, thank you. Tonight on the weather front, 15 million Americans across the Midwest are under severe storm threats. Meanwhile, more than 58 million are under heat advisories from South Dakota to Mississippi, with feels like temperatures reaching the triple digits in many areas. For the latest forecast, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Chris, good evening. Good evening, Major. Mother Nature providing a fireworks show of its own here with a lot of lightning, a lot of storms. It's possible across parts of the Midwest there could even be a few tornadoes along with damaging winds and some hail in these areas right here. Some strong storms possible into the nighttime. 
The threat continues again tomorrow from Montana to the Ohio Valley and even into parts of the Northeast. And things are going to remain very hot this week as well. It's possible over a huge portion of the United States there could be record heat and major no relief on the way for the drought anytime soon. Chris Warren, thanks so much. Today is the nation's 246th birthday. Now, a few images capture the celebratory spirit as much as fireworks, but this year, the occasion will be different for some. And CBS's Carter Evans explains. We honor our freedom with patriotism and pyrotechnics. But the skies tonight will be quiet in dozens of towns. Salt Lake City canceled fireworks shows due to drought and wildfire concerns. Minneapolis and Sacramento couldn't find enough workers. And cities like Phoenix can't get fireworks due to shipping delays. Is there a lot of demand this year because people haven't seen these big displays for so long? Yeah, there's a huge demand. American Pyrotechnics Association President Stephen Pelkey says suppliers were only able to fill about 75% of fireworks orders. West Coast has probably been hit the hardest because those companies that are relying on the Port of L.A., a lot of those companies have been waiting two, three, four months for their inventory. You say 90% of your fireworks come from China. 90% of the fireworks come from China, and we were really relying on the last few containers to get here. Jim Souza's fifth-generation family company, Pyro Spectaculars, nearly went out of business during two years of pandemic lockdowns and canceled shows. This year, his fireworks barely made it. Fire. They should have been here in April, and they just arrived last Thursday and Friday. Wow, so right down to the wire. We're right down to the wire. Tonight, some cities will illuminate the night sky with drones and laser beams. But whether it's fireworks or another alternative, organizers just want you to enjoy the show. Come together with family and friends. Just celebrate. Look to the skies. I'll do the rest for you. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles. Now to some breaking news. Brittany Griner has reached out to President Biden from inside a Russian prison. According to a representative for Griner, a handwritten letter from the WNBA star was delivered to the White House this morning, pleading with the president not to forget her. Here is CBS's Katherine Herridge. Imprisoned basketball star Brittany Griner, seen last week at the start of her trial, said in her letter to the president her already deep appreciation for Independence Day has fundamentally been altered. I'm terrified I might be here forever, Griner wrote, of her detention by Russian authorities. It hurts thinking about how I usually celebrate this day because freedom means something completely different to me this year. Arrested in February at a Moscow airport for alleged cannabis possession, Griner's trial began last week. A Russian judge ordered the Phoenix Mercury star to remain in custody for the trial's duration. In her personal plea, Griner urged President Biden to free all U.S. hostages. I realize you are dealing with so much, but please don't forget about me and the other American detainees. Please do all you can to bring us home. Griner's trial is scheduled to resume Thursday. If convicted, she faces up to 10 years in prison and has yet to enter a plea. In a statement to CBS News, a National Security Council spokesperson said they continue to work aggressively using all available means to bring Griner home. Major. Catherine Herridge, thank you. And a programming note, Brittany Griner's wife, Sherelle Griner, will be on CBS Mornings tomorrow. 
Now to Ukraine, which suffered a major setback in its war with Russia. It lost control of the bombed-out eastern city of Lysychansk, and as a result, lost control of the critical Luhansk region. Ukrainian President Zelensky said the lost territory will be regained with the help of long-range Western weapons. Here in Washington, the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack is collecting new information ahead of more public hearings later this month. Still, a question persists. Was the conduct leading up to the Capitol attack criminal? Here is CBS's Scott McFarland. The committee investigating the U.S. Capitol attack is talking publicly about the possibility they'll recommend the first ever criminal prosecution of a former president. I think there was evidence that the former president engaged in uh, multiple uh, violations of the law, uh, and that should be investigated. Despite concerns about how divisive it could be for the country, for the Justice Department to prosecute a former president and possible candidate, Congresswoman Liz Cheney says there's a greater danger. I think it's a much graver constitutional threat if a president can engage in these kinds of activities and, um, you know, the majority of, of the president's party looks away uh, or we as a country decide, you know, we're not actually going to take our constitutional obligations seriously. In her blockbuster testimony last week, former Trump White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson said Trump knew the crowd he directed toward the Capitol included people who were likely armed, and that he not only failed to intervene when the mob attacked, but further fueled them with a tweet disparaging then-Vice President Mike Pence. The committee says new witnesses have come forward in the days since Hutchinson's testimony. Every day we get new people that come forward and say, hey, I didn't think maybe this piece of a story that I knew was important, but now that you guys are, like, I do see this plays in here. CBS News has learned Trump has privately told allies he's considering announcing a 2024 presidential run as early as this summer, even as the committee reveals its investigation into what it calls a conspiracy by Trump and others to defraud the United States. At the right time, I'll be saying what I want to do. A campaign announcement by the former president could also double as an attempt by Trump to insulate or shield himself from the investigation. Could also take some steam out of Republicans ahead of the midterm elections in a year in which they think they're poised to steamroll to victory. Major? They do indeed, Scott. Scott McFarland, thank you. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Two European tourists have died in recent days from separate shark attacks in Egypt's Red Sea. And 75 miles east of New York City on Long Island, there was a bizarre incident on Sunday. Lifeguard Zachary Gallo was playing a victim in a safety drill in the ocean with other lifeguards when he became a real victim of a shark attack. Gallo said he fought back. 
I hit the shark three times. <laughs> I boom, boom, boom. And my fear was, as I'm swimming, I'm like, I kept on thinking, I hope it just doesn't bite my foot. Gallo is recovering from injuries to his chest and hand. If you regard eating as a competitive sport, well, this one's hard to beat. Joey Chestnut won his 15th victory in the annual Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest in New York. Animal rights protesters stormed the stage. Chestnut grabbed one of them in a headlock and wrestled him to the ground. Then he went on to gorge his way through a total of 63 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. Mickey Sue Doe won the women's title, downing 40. Baseball, as they say, is, a, is as American as apple pie, but some bananas are turning the sport upside down. The Savannah, the Savannah bananas are messing with baseball's rich traditions and becoming a hit with the fans. Chris Van Cleve tells us more. It's baseball with a twist. A batter on stilts or wearing kilts. Here's a dancing umpire. It might have you thinking, that's bananas. And you'd be right. The viral video sensation Savannah Bananas are a different bunch by design. Team owner Jesse Cole. What does a baseball purist think about what you're doing? <laughs> baseball purists don't love what we do, but we're not for them. We're for people that want to come on and have fun. Banana Ball is a bit P.T. Barnum meets the Harlem Globetrotters at a dance party. Cole tweaked the rules to amp up the action, making for plenty of viral appeal. Like Kyle Lugg's grooving pre-pitch dance viewed over 43 million times on TikTok. It blows my mind. It's insane to think about. Try and do it again. <laughs> See what you can do next to get more. Every game is a sellout with a ripening waiting list 65,000 fans long. The Renners drove 11 and a half hours from Ohio. Uh, Major League Baseball is not quite anything like this. It's boring, so we are very excited to be down here. Perhaps most striking, for two hours, fans' eyes were not on their phones, but on the field. No need for social media when the viral moments happen right in front of you. Chris Van Cleve, CBS News, Savannah. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett in our nation's capital. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.